0: my people, somewhere along the way, in the last week or so, the the link to Anchor was deleted from my phone, and when I tried to uh, get it back, I was unable. So, I had to start a new podcast, and here we are. For those of you who might want to listen to my previous broadcast, the name of this one is the same as the name for the last one, Shades of Life. You will know it because there, in the picture, there will always be greenery. The last one, I bel, I excuse me, I believe was um, a close-up of a leaf. This one, of course, are is trees. My favorite things. Um, so we're just going to continue on here. Um, and as I said in my description, sometimes the the content here is going to be a complete surprise, even to me, okay? I don't always know what I want to talk about until I sit here and open my mouth and let it flow, you know? It's uh, like we writers um, follow the... The adage that uh, in order to write, we just sit down and open a vein. You know, just let it flow. Whatever comes out, comes out. Well, my podcast is pretty much the same thing. Although today, I want to share something that I wrote. I believe I posted it last week on my blog. And for those of you who might like to read what I have to say... It is also called Shades of Life. And you can find it at Stanford N L. That's S-T-A-N-F-O-R-D-N-L dot WordPress.com. And as I said, the title of it, of my blog is Shades of Life. And so I'd really appreciate it if you would uh, drop in there. And please, please, please leave comments. Um, It doesn't matter, uh, positive or negative. I want your honesty, okay? But let me know you were there at the very least. All right. As I said, this one is one I posted last week. Uh, I have friends, uh, people close to me who have been dealing with this issue. And that is the issue of depression and anxiety. So... As a writer, I am often inspired to sit down and pour out my feelings that way. Um, Face-to-face, it doesn't always come out as I would like. So, that's why we writers are solitary folks, perhaps. Don't know. But, back to the subject at hand. Uh, As I said, I posted this on July the 13th, and it is called My Mask." I have worn a mask for most of my years. I wear the mask of I'm fine and I'm good and no nothing's wrong. I wear the mask of of course I will listen to your worries and yes I am the Ann Landers of the group go ahead and tell me. My mask has consisted of smiles and laughter and jokes and hugs and play. My mask has fooled everyone from siblings to spouses to friends And even strangers, I wear a perfect mask. But that perfect mask does not and cannot hide everything. It does not hide it from me. Beneath that mask, I know what is true. I know what is real and I know what hurts. Beneath that mask, the depression threatens every moment. Beneath that mask, the anxiety pushes to explode. Beneath that mask, the true me wants to throw things and hit things and scream. Beneath that mask, the tears are plentiful and they threaten to drown me. Beneath that mask, I often wonder at my own worth. I wonder at my existence and I wonder if it all is worthwhile. Beneath that mask, I am nothing. Beneath that mask, I don't count to anyone and beneath that mask, I want to go to sleep so I don't feel anything. That mask allows me to pretend. I pretend to be okay. I pretend to be happy. I pretend to care about things and I pretend to be the strong one. But I'm not strong. And I'm not okay. That mask allows me to get through my days with as little conflict as possible because conflict feeds off the pain and the anguish and my soul can't take that. That mask allows me to, at least in part, be a member of society. That mask allows me to seem normal for a while. I would love to throw off that mask. I would love to dispose of it and let those near me see the pain and the hurt and the anguish that depression and anxiety cause. I would love to be able to depend upon someone to sit with me and actually hear me and at least try to understand. But I can't do those things. Without the mask, I'm told to snap out of it. Without the mask, I'm told to get over it. Without the mask, I am told... What in the world do you have to be depressed about? Without the mask, I am avoided. Without the mask, I'm ignored. No one wants to deal with a person who's drowning in depression. They don't understand it and that makes them uncomfortable. No one wants to have that sort of negativity around to mess up their life. No one wants to step forward and say to the one fighting the mask, I am here. And I may not understand why you feel as you do, but I care about you, so talk to me. Lean on me. I'm here for you. No one says those things and means it. No one means those things when the actions are finally needed. And there you have it, posted in, uh, as in, in live reflections from my blog, Shades of Life. Or, yeah, sorry totally lost my train of thought on that, because that kind of gets to me every time. Um, I did a little se- shameless self-promotion the other day. Uh, post, I posted a little bit about my books, uh, the first two of the series, uh, Letters to Sarah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And if you know, if you followed my other uh, podcast, you know that I have allergies, and sometimes this is what happens. But, back to this, Uh, many of us maintain a blog as a place to vent our inner selves, and some maintain the blog in order to dabble at writing whatever genre inspires them, and some maintain a blog in order to share that which is a passion. I am, I believe, a touch of all three, and a few other things, I'm sure. In any given post on my blog, you will read either a bit of my latest project, an essay on a subject that interests me, or you may just experience my venting over something or someone that has truly pushed my buttons. Okay, I admit I'm not a regular poster. I posted earlier on the subject of depression, anxiety. As I said, that was last week. Uh, The previous post was two weeks earlier. And the post before that was probably six months ago. I regret that I'm not entirely consistent and I hope to improve on that. But for now, I'm just shamelessly promoting um, what I've been doing. Two years ago, I published my first book. It's called Letters to Sarah. And that was book one was the culmination of 25 years or so of research and work and rework and rework and rewrite and rewrite and on and on. Then, since I'd actually completed the manuscripts at the same time, more or less, I published Letters to Sarah, book two. Now, the reception of these books has been phenomenal to me and I'm, I must say, i it, they were more... Uh, more readily accepted than I had expected, I should say. Um, The positive comments and the encouragement are absolutely amazing, and those are the most motivating things a writer can receive. And these two books, the first two in the series, have at this point been read and enjoyed by people of all different ages. And with that kind of encouragement and support... I'm now working on book three. And it's a little over halfway finished through the first draft and I persevere, my people. You see, Letters to Sarah is a series. The main character is Mary who at the age of 14 in the year 1910 suffers tragedy. And these books are Mary's attempt to recover from that tragedy as well as deal with the world around her through her life. You see, they're written in the form of her journal entries. Beginning in 1910, book one continues until the end of 1919. Book two covers the 1920s, and book three, which as I said, is in progress on my desk as we speak, covers the 1930s, and so on and so on. Now, it's categorized as historical fiction, and the fiction is in the characters, They're all created from my own crazy head. But the world happenings that Mary, our main character, deals with and writes about, they are all fact. You can look them up. You can Google them. And Mary guides us through our own past in in that history while we are given a private look into her life. So Letters to Sarah, book one and two, are both available now on Amazon.com. And you can also order them through your favorite bookseller. That is Letters to Sarah by Nancy L. Stanford. Last name is Stanford, like the university. Very easy. So if you happen to venture into Mary's world, please, 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 let me know what you think. Comments and reactions, my friends, are the lifeblood to an author. So please don't be shy. Anytime you read something of mine, please let me know what you think. I need comments. I need feedback so that I know, you know, if I'm on the right track, right? So there you go. Uh, Let me see. Let me see. I want to look back here at my very first... I believe, let me see. I'm trying to see if I can find my very first blog entry because you just never know, right? I believe it was back in 2013. Yes, it was. And it was posted on the 2nd of June. And it's, now I'm going to read this just as I, I wrote it. So let me know, all right? It's called All in a Dream. I opened my eyes to see the azure waters before me. I felt the salty breeze over my right cheek and the grit of the sand on my left. Slowly, I turned to lie on my back. Above me were the softly swaying fronds of the palm. Beyond the tree, there were soft feathered clouds floating along with an occasional bird gliding by. How did I come to be here? I could not recall. I closed my eyes tightly, trying to recall. Nothing came to mind. Slowly, I sat up and looked around me. The beach went on and on, finally disappearing around a tall cliff that seemed to come from nowhere. To the left of me, the beach continued on until it reached a peninsula. I looked out over the ocean to see only water and sky. There was nothing else. A few birds of some tropical type soared overhead, calling to one another. Absently brushing the sand from my cheek and arm, I slowly stood. My legs felt weak as though not used for a very long while. I felt my stomach ache for food, but paid it no mind. Where was this place? How did I come to be here? I knew I didn't live here, did I? With that thought, I stopped short. Did I? With a panic that threatened to stop my heart, I realized I did not know where I lived, And in that second, I also realized I had no idea who I was. And there you have it. My very first. How about that? And there are many more. As I said, I started in June of 2013 to keep the blog. And I have not been uh, consistent. (laughs) I sort of was at first. I, you know... I went several days straight, but you know, life has a tendency to get in on you and, and, and distract you, doesn't it? So that's what I've got for you today. Um, I'm hoping to, uh, as I said, be a little more consistent and I am hoping to bring a little more insight to things in in my thoughts and uh, share a little of the world around me uh, share some of my work without any comments from you guys I really don't know what you want to hear so I just wing it so I would appreciate very much if you would let me know all right as I always tell you at the end of every broadcast if you were following my previous podcast you will know this There is only one way, my friends, that we are going to change this crazy, ugly world we're in right now. And that is, we have to be kind. It sounds lame, I'm sure. It sounds trite. Um, Childish even, I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, kindness will win every single time. And it doesn't take any money and it takes very little effort. Uh, You know, however much effort you want to put into it. And I, I believe that once you begin showing that kindness, you want to show more and more. It can start with something as simple as a smile. Because take it from me, my friends, one sincere smile can change a life. I tell you this from personal experience. All right. So please go out there and please be kind, but please also let that kindness begin with yourself. All right. You take care and talk to you next time.